0: This is All Things ANSYS, a podcast from the technical support staff at PADT. Episode 56, we talk about ANSYS with PADT's ANSYS sales team, and then go over the news and events in the ANSYS world. Welcome to another episode of our podcast. My name is Eric Miller. I'm one of the owners here at PADT. And uh, it's a sunny day here in Phoenix, uh, it's a Saturday, and um, but we do know that most of our employees east and north of us are dealing with cold and in some places actually dangerous weather. So to everybody out there listening, hopefully that's cleared, but if not, stay warm. And to help everybody out when I'm done with this recording, um, I'm going to go out into the backyard and lay in my hammock and, and uh, enjoy our warm weather here. Uh, we haven't checked our podcast stats in a while. As of today, February 8th, we have had 17,353 downloads, and that's uh, over 55 episodes, which is 315 per episode. So that's the highest number we've had in a very long time per episode. In fact, I think that's the first time it's jumped over 310. So um, thanks to everybody that's been spreading the word and everybody that's been joining the podcast. We hope you can, we continue to grow and you continue to enjoy our little podcast. So... Today, we're going to have um, a discussion. It's a little bit different. In January, I think we talked about this in the last podcast, we head off to um, some location with a big hotel with the, for the annual ANSYS sales kickoff. And salespeople from all around the world gather in one place, and we talk about how we did last year and what uh, what's coming down the road and then in the new year coming. And our sales team rented a big house. We got a 10-bedroom house there in the outskirts. It was in Orlando this year, and we didn't want to pay Disney prices for a hotel, so we got this gigantic 10-bedroom house. And I got the great idea of bringing a microphone along and recording them in that house, and it would be a lot of fun. And well, we never actually did it. Um, we're always coming and going at odd hours, and people had meetings when we wanted to record. So um, we did it on Microsoft Teams after we got back on Thursday. So everybody spread out around the country, um, but it was a good discussion. And um, I'll explain why we did it in the intro to the podcast. So here it is. Hey, I want to welcome everybody to a very special, uh, interview that we're doing, a group interview we're doing here at PADT for the first time ever on the All Things Ansys podcast. We are doing a podcast with our sales team. Hopefully many of you who are listeners have interacted with these people over the years and know how, uh, capable and intelligent and sometimes funny they can be. Um, and we hope that comes through on our podcast today and we want to kind of get their perspective of the Ansys world because we're usually talking to engineers or developers. Um, uh, but, uh, They see things a little bit differently because they're out there helping customers solve problems. So I thought it'd be kind of a cool topic to discuss. So we're going to go around the virtual room. We're all using Microsoft Teams. um, And I'm going to start. We're going alphabetically by first name. So Brian Benbow, why don't you tell uh, tell us where you live and how you ended up being a salesperson at ANSYS or at PADT?
1: Sure. Thank you, Eric. This is Brian Binbow. I'm an account manager with PADT out of Southern California. I live in Burbank, California, entertainment capital of the world, as you might know it. Um, I came to Ansys via a previous sales experience in uh, with SolidWorks and then also selling to a lot of manufacturers here in Southern California. So there's a lot of Companies and industries in common between uh, SolidWorks and uh, my previous experience in energy efficiency, and that's how I came, uh, I guess, full circle from SolidWorks to selling ANTIS with PADT.
0: Yeah. So he he uh, definitely Brian lives in one of the cooler. We can all argue about this, but one of the cooler places <laughs> of all of our employees. Um, <laughs> yeah. But uh, we. Uh, we appreciate him putting up with the traffic in California. So uh, you're, you're a brave man. You're a brave man. Mr. Dan.
2: Yes, I'm I'm Dan. Um, I cover Arizona here and uh, actually live in the Phoenix area. I have a mechanical engineering background, um, spent some time in the uh, industrial equipment world, um, which uh, kind of brought me to uh, the Ansys world. So that's uh, where I come from and uh, where I'm at
0: cool Very good. Heather, are Utah are you the, at the highest altitude or is I think today you're at the highest altitude?
3: I, I probably am.
0: Yeah.
3: <laughs> so uh, I'm Heather Dean. Um, I, I don't have an engineering background, but I, uh, I used to manage the enterprise distributors uh, as a contractor for Nvidia. So I knew about Ansys. Knowing that—that's uh, the diagnosing applications—is uh, what I used to do. So, <laughs> cool.
0: And you're based out of uh, north of Salt Lake City. Is that a good statement? Yeah. And I always, before I talk to Ian, I always ask him if there's a hurricane, tornado, or flood headed his way. Uh, Ian is in our Texas uh, location. How are things going there, Ian?
4: Things are good. We actually got a little bit of snow uh, this morning, and by snow, I mean snow on people's cars, but it did hit 29 last night, which is rare for Texas. Yeah. Um, So, yeah. No, my name is Ian Scott. I live in Austin, Texas, um, the capital city, and I'm an Ansys account manager. I came to Ansys from the SolidWorks world, uh, spent several years over there um, providing uh, CAD solutions to folks and... I decided to go to Ansys, I didn't know a lot about simulation. I knew kind of about CAD embedded simulation, but I was, um, I think just realizing that it was probably the future as far as an actual solution. And so that's, I started um, applying to uh, different companies in the simulation space and um, here I am at Pedt. And so I've been with the company about two years, um, actually two years yesterday.
0: Oh, well, congrats!
4: Uh, and so, yeah, so. It's been exciting. Yeah,
0: very good. And and I'm going to say that uh, Ian wins the award for the best barbecue in his location. So mm-hmm. we we are prideful about that. Yeah. Yeah, very no so very much. There so. is no doubt. I used to joke about it. Then I went there and I'm like, well, they're no, serious. <laughs> it's um, competitive. With, it's yeah, very competitive. So. Yeah. And uh, last, because his name begins with a W, Mr. Will, which is right across the hallway from me. Why don't you introduce yourself?
5: Yeah, um, I'm Will Crosby. I'm one of the newer members uh, to the Ansys sales team, um, but definitely learning a lot in the the short time that I've been here. Um, I've come from a background of CNC and uh, additive manufacturing, both on the the polymer side and the metal side. Um, and the the first taste of simulation I had, the company that I worked with that developed their own CNC software had. Um, done simulation for tool pass. um, So simulating uh, the metal cutting um, on on their machines. Uh, So that was really the first taste of simulation that I had, uh, which made me a little bit more interested and brought me to my role here at PADT. Um, I live in the Phoenix area, but I uh, sell remotely to Northern California. So uh, Silicon Valley and uh, the Bay Area primarily.
0: Um, And yeah, that's about it. Pretty exciting stuff. He gets to to talk to a lot of new startups, which is a lot of fun. It's yeah, certainly, very, very cool. Um, all right. So the the whole point of being here, I, I ask if uh, looks like looks like uh, the manager of this this great team, Mister Calvin, wasn't able to get his uh, equipment to work, so he's not going to join us today. Or maybe he'll come back in halfway through, uh, but he just dropped off. So we'll go ahead and get started without Bob um and the other person that couldn't make it that you should know about on our team is Eric Coder who's out of the Denver office and he covers parts of Colorado as well as uh New Mexico and he's with a customer right now in New Mexico so that's why he's not joining us so um and his background is also SolidWorks am I correct in saying that
4: yeah, <laughs> um yeah correct eric <laughs> comes from a SolidWorks background mm-hmm. as well
0: okay cool so um we just got back from the SKO, the, the what we call the sales kickoff, where we get all the salespeople from around the world together in the Ansys world, and as well as just releasing uh, 2020 R1. Uh, anybody want to step up and and tell me what they're from a salesperson's perspective? Somebody who's trying to help their customers be successful. What you're most excited about that's going on with the, uh, the this new release of Ansys? This is Will. Um, I'd
5: say right off the bat, the thing that definitely excites me um, that we had a keynote speech uh, from some of the product development people at BMW talking about their advancements in uh, the autonomous vehicle space. And I I mean, I can say firsthand that it's definitely something at the forefront of uh, Ansys and and what they're trying to develop um, and sort of their forward thinking Um, approach to things uh, and it's definitely something that uh, I deal with on a daily basis and uh, something that I'm really excited
0: about. Yeah, there's we've seen a lot of interest in using simulation in both electrification of the cars as well as they were mostly focused on getting all these sensors they need to to work and training the the algorithms behind the sensors using simulation. It was it was a really exciting talk. Uh, uh, it, it, even though they were German engineers, it was still kind of exciting. <laughs> They're very methodical in their process. Mm-hmm. Uh, anybody else want one? Uh, have one to share?
2: Yeah, just from a a high level, um, you know, it's encouraging and exciting to see ANSYS continue to make investments, um, not only developing the the tools they're well known for um, and broadening the scope of solutions to, uh, you know, autonomy and electrification, um, but really expanding the end to end solution, um, bringing in materials and also um, with Minerva, um, you know, kind of that um, engineering PLM system.
0: Yeah, we haven't had a chance to talk too much on the podcast about Minerva, but it's it's like 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 Dan said, it's PLM for simulation, and it's really powerful. Um, we're we're getting our head around it here, and we'll share it definitely. Um, and I know you guys are finding customers interested in managing all that data as well. Yeah, I like all the options. Uh, anybody else got something? I, I
4: I can jump in. This is Ian. Yeah. Um, I think yeah, electrification is the big. Um, is like a big topic right now. Uh, Texas historically is like very oil and gas, but also aerospace. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I'm working with a few startups who are interested in space um, communication, which is mm-hmm. very exciting. So
0: mm-hmm.
4: um, not just building rockets, but building systems for um, the aerospace applications to communicate. And so electronics, and they're just integrating electronics and more and more. Um, types of devices. And so that's just very exciting. Um, it's very much at the forefront.
0: Those folks are very interested in simulation.
4: So that's success.
0: Yeah, the, it, it's it's so true. And it, everything's getting smaller and hotter as well. So it's getting more difficult. Um, the, the, the biggest area, right, of growth for us last year, you guys can correct me if I'm wrong. And I think Bob's joining us. Bob, did you get in? I'm in. Ah, this is a great question for Bob. Our biggest area of growth last year was was in high frequency electromagnetic simulation. Is that a valid statement? It is. Yeah. What? Why do you think? What do you think is driving that? Why do you think so many customers in that space are are adding simulation?
6: Well, I, I think it's a uh, I, I think it's a mega trend that has local roots for companies that we work with, and so. Um, you know, it, it, there's a lot of push for uh, smart devices. There's a lot of push for um, IoT and industrial Internet of Things as well. And there's a lot of push for electrification. And across the board, uh, everybody that's looking to do this is coming in at perhaps the hardest time ever to uh, yeah. <laughs> to electrify and make a, a device smart. And so uh, the, the engineering challenges have never been bigger, but everybody's looking to do it at the same time. And so um, those two waves are crashing into each other. and Know causing a lot of growth for this class of tool,
0: and the, and, the, and simulation is allowing them to compete right. Without it, you really can't keep keep up right with some of these problems.
6: Yeah, I think that's right. I think I think the reality is that without simulation, with, with this class of problem, uh, particularly with uh, high frequency electromagnetics, mm-hmm. um, th- these problems are unsolvable without right, a simulation tool. Um, so, cool. So that that helps. <laughs> yeah.
0: Definitely true. Um, what else does anybody you know, want to share that they they saw in the new release or saw at the SKO that they gets gets kind of excited about? What their customers might find useful.
6: Sorry, guys, I I can't help myself. Yeah, I mean, I, t- to me, the uh, you know what is Ansys has changed uh, dramatically mm-hmm. from when I started uh, over ten years ago. Yeah, um, and so. You know the, the standard use case for Ansys being structural and thermal analysis, and and you know maybe getting into some fluid analysis, and and maybe getting into some electromagnetics, has really branched into a lot of different areas. And so the the full solution of Ansys is you know multiple physics, and and I struggle to think of physics that we don't capture in some sense. Um, going from uh, you know to, to be able to include optics now, to to be able to include uh, electronics down to down to the level of ICs, um, even getting into, you know, embedded software and code generation. And then last year there was just a, a huge slew of acquisition. Yeah. And so on, on top of all these core physics, you start layering in things like material data and material intelligence with the grant acquisition. Uh, you start to look at how can we leverage, um, physics to get a, a data point with, with one of our physics tools and then use a tool like, uh, uh, Sherlock from DFR solutions to understand the, the reliability and the life, the lifing of this system, um, the ability to take, you know, all this stuff and wrap it into um, process integration uh, with, uh, with Denardo's Optus Lang, um and do optimizations off of all these things. And so now I can take really complex simulation workflows and and automate them and optimize and, and, and drive them with um, some really powerful, you know, optimization algorithms. And so the, just the, you know what is ansys is is is, yeah. uh, is really exploded in the last uh, two or three years into something that that's well beyond just some core physics and mechanical and electrical engineering. So
0: true, and and that's why it was kind of an overwhelming couple of days when we were at the kickoff. Was it's like every. Every hour, they'd bring up a new product, and we're like, "That's super cool. We need to do. We need to get that in front of more customers." And then we'd be like, "There's another one." Um, we also did. I, I know some of you had time to meet some of the partners. So these are people that that not companies that were acquired by Ansys, but companies that partner with Ansys and have tools or hardware that helps Ansys. Um, any anything in there that you guys saw that you think uh, users should know about? I, I know I had a couple of my favorites. Um, this
5: is Will. One yeah. that I remembered them talking about in particular had to do with IoT um, and they brought on, uh, it was Rockwell automation, who's yeah. one of the bigger names when it comes to that sort of thing. Um, and they just talked about sort of like the factory of the future and, uh, you know, machines being able to, you know, monitor themselves. Um, I just, being from the CNC world, I just think of, you know, monitoring, cutting tools, monitoring, mm-hmm. uh, you know, coolant levels, coolant conditions and things like that. And being able to, you know, communicate that to one centralized location, um, I mean, it's really amazing just how far that's come um, and, you know, really what, you know, sensors
0: can do uh, for sort of the factory floor in that sense. Yeah, there are a couple IoT uh, PTC solution that works with Ansys, as well as some new stuff coming down the pipe from SAP as well. Um, It's pretty, pretty neat stuff. And then the Rockwell was kind of cool because if you use their equipment, they just basically have an ANSYS library, so you can you can model their their stuff in ANSYS. So I thought that was pretty pretty impressive. Anybody else have any other favorites? No. So Rocky DEM is a particle modeling tool, so it allows you to um, model things as particles. So if you've got rocks or potato chips or thousands and thousands of little uh, pharmacy pills, um, you can model those things um, in this tool and it works really well with Ansys. And um, We hope to have them on the podcast at some point. It's, it's written by uh, the channel partner down in South America, e which is a great group of people, and that tool has really come along and does some really neat uh, modeling of stuff that we don't normally do in the Ansys world.
2: Yeah, I, I would just add on to that, you know, with the Rocky DEM, I, I think there's a lot of opportunity for our customers to start modeling um, manufacturing process. It's yep. um, that's a, that's a great area.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, if you've got a raw material that you're moving and changing and modifying and it's not just a block, this is such a great tool uh, for that. So, yeah, definitely reach out um, if you're interested because we'd love to talk to more people about that. We're looking for some good use cases as well. Um of course, the Flonex folks were there, and and we love Flonex. Uh, that they were great to see again, and uh, see people interact with them, and talk about new applications for the that fluid thermal um, solver that uh, that we also resell here at PAdT. Um, that's that. There was some good hardware as well. I don't know if you guys had a chance to look at that. That was pretty exciting to see uh, that the hardware vendors are finally getting what we need, as well as some cloud solutions, which which we talk a lot about on the podcast as well that was pretty much it for those things and then I, I had
6: ahead. I had I had one other partner though that, yeah. I, that I would call cool. out that uh, that I've seen as a as a need as a recurring theme yep um, and it was from a, a company in Colorado EMA yeah um, has developed a tool uh, built inside of ANSYS's space claim tool that allows you to uh, mock up and and do um, modeling of wires and wire harnessing, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and uh, as we think about uh, vehicles and aircraft, and, and really a lot of different devices that have a lot of cables and harnessing, and all of the interference that can happen, mm-hmm. as, especially as we get into um, you know higher frequencies, mm-hmm. uh, the, the really strong solution emerged, which which I see is, have and have seen in the in the last few years as a hole in the market. There, there just really isn't a good solution on the market right. today that I've seen. Or uh, being able to capture um, interference with with cables and cable, you know, modeling, and so. Mm-hmm. Um, th- that tool is in development. I, I believe it's being released uh, here in Q1, um, mm-hmm. but that's something to be on the lookout for and to be aware that there's
0: a solution for it. Yeah, I think it's one of those problems that people just assume they have to go to test for um, and build a rig and then get out antennas and measure what the crosstalk is and you know oscilloscopes and stuff. And yeah, we can we can with this tool we can build models that we can then run in in Ansys and, and get. Get results and uh, no and the ironic I don't know if it's irony I always get irony wrong but the day before we were talking to them about this solution uh, Boeing announced that they were delaying the 737 Supermax release because of cable crosstalk in some of their control systems Um, so that exact same problem that they're going to be able to model now so that should be pretty powerful Um, if nobody has anything else I think I want to shift gears a little bit and you've all been selling Ansys uh, d- different amounts of times—ten uh, years in Bob's case, and just a, a few months in, in Will's, I think, uh, is, sh- is the shortest termer. Um, I just like to know what what's the most what's the thing that you get most excited about when you get to go to talk to a customer. What do you What do you love about Ansys that uh, you think is is cool and makes your job a little bit more fun? We can go alphabetical if you want. We'll, we can start with Bob if you want. Okay. Yeah. Uh-huh. I'm ha- I'm happy to start. Okay.
6: Uh, I mean, for, for me, it, it's, it's sort of uh it's sort of never, um, this hasn't changed. It's just sort of gotten deeper mm-hmm. and that's, um, I, I always know that if I, if I walk into a company, regardless of industry, um, they have a technical, I have a technical fit, mm-hmm. you know, the answers can be applied in, in so many ways. And if you're developing any product, um, we, we have the ability to simulate the most advanced physics that exist. And so, um, what's fun is being able to, especially as Ansys has grown in our solution mm-hmm. space, is being able to walk into a company and, and really find the ways that we can add value to, you know, what companies are doing as they're developing product, and, and whether that's a time to market savings, whether it's it's an, an innovation leap, you know, whatever it may be, uh, we, we have the ability to seriously impact uh, the design of product in in a number of
0: industries, which is uh, which makes it fun. I so agree with that. I, I love being able to say yes when we walk in. It's so much better. <laughs> it's great. Uh, how about you, Brian? You you're out there, got a slightly different kind of customer base. I know you're working with some some different kinds of industries. What what's the most exciting thing for you?
1: I think um kind of echoes along the same thing that you guys talked about, but it's exciting. Uh, as a salesperson, to feel like you're selling something where you can say yes, con- mm-hmm. you know, constantly to to the prospect, and so that's always great. You always feel like you have something to offer. Number one, and then the other thing that uh, is exciting about selling ants is um, kind of enlightening the, the the prospect to a certain degree. I mean, a mm-hmm. lot of the themes uh, of the discussions and the conference calls that we've had internally around some of the business units is your customers, your prospects, the companies that you work with, they don't even know that these capabilities exist. So right. bringing those capabilities to light for some of our prospects is um, a really exciting process because it's not like you are showing them or you're trying to convince them to buy something or invest in something that they know exists. You're showing them something, hey, did you know you can do this? And then it makes the process, you know, the discovery, uh, the processing, the 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 culmination of the sale, it makes it that much better. So those are the two things cool. that I enjoy about uh, selling Ansys. Very cool, very cool. How about you, Dan?
2: Yeah, you know, um, to build on what these guys have said, I, I think it's it's so satisfying to be able to to help our customers solve problems that they they really wouldn't be able to solve without our tools. Um, you know, in some cases, we have customers who, who literally tell us that they wouldn't be able to make what they make. Um, without our tools and without our help, and, and wouldn't be in business um, mm-hmm. without without our tools. Um, so I think that's really cool, you know, just to have a solution that's that's helps people, um, you know, have breakthroughs in technology.
0: Yeah, in fact, we ran into that just a couple of weeks ago with one of your customers down in Tucson, uh, Freefall, where the. The CTO, I think, is his, his role, but the, basically the scientist behind their uh, very novel high-frequency antenna design um, said, "We we we can't get to market without HFSs. It's just not possible." And that that was really cool to to hear from him. You know, we tell them that, but when they actually say, "Yeah, it's true," it's it's really positive, and they're they're doing great with that. How about you, Heather?
3: Well, I would. Uh, I I know a lot of people have hit on it, but I would definitely say that just proving the value of ANSYS, mm-hmm. um, whether we we come in and we displace a, a, a competitive software, um, and, or somebody isn't using simulation at all, um, it, it's nice to to be able to to open these these customers' eyes to say. Um, maybe you weren't doing things. Maybe you thought that this was the, the appropriate way or, or perfect way of doing things, um, but coming in and showing them that there's there's better capabilities out there.
0: Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's good to do. Yeah. I, I can't, can't argue with that.
3: That's yeah. True. We, we don't sell software for the sake of selling software. We sell <laughs> software because it solves the problem.
0: Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Ian, what about yourself? <laughs> I
3: would
4: say those things that were previously mentioned, but also like the partnership aspect. Um, mm-hmm. I interact with a lot of my customers uh, weekly, uh, the same ones week uh, week in and week out. And right. um, I think in the beginning, when you kind of provide them the tool before they've started to use it, um, they're may, they're not apprehensive, but they're just they're it's new and it's fresh. And mm-hmm. then. I've been talking to them and they said, we've been working, they'll say things like we've been working with you guys for, you know, a year and a half. And this has just revolutionized, uh, you know, our business, like not only from a product development perspective, Mm -hmm. but it saved us time and money. Mm -hmm. And, um, just knowing that and getting to know everyone in the company and, uh, them being able to just the establishing the relationship to where we can work with them long-term and, and and also add simulation in other areas as well. Right. Um, right. Kind of when the light bulb turns on, they're like, well, what if we simulated this? Could we maybe we could save money in this aspect too? So just just that and working with them for a long time mm-hmm. is um I think something we're really skilled at and the value we add. It's we work with them um over years and you know, hopefully continuing that. So that's that's exciting. I enjoy that about the job.
0: Yeah. And Will, uh, before he gets started, he's got one of the hardest jobs because Will's got to go into new named people that may not even know who PAdT and ANSYS are a lot. So, I mean, everybody does that to a little to some extent, but that's been Ian's, uh, Will's task since he since he started. So, curious, uh, give you kudos for being brave and doing that. What's what's your feeling on what's the best part of doing your job? Um, well, I mean, there's a lot
5: of reasons. I think that, uh, one of the sort of inherent needs is doing more with less, um, especially with, uh, you know, small startup companies that are VC funded and have to get to market quickly. Mm-hmm. Um, that's really, um, it, it sort of plays in with, uh, what we're all about with trying to you know leverage simulation to help, uh, bring products to market quicker by, you know, doing less prototyping and things like that. Uh, But another, you know, enjoyable aspect for me is uh, sort of the wide array of high-tech companies that I get to work with in the Silicon Valley area, Uh, whether it's, you know, like medical devices, a lot of autonomous vehicle companies, not only on uh, the software end of things, but hardware and then sort of fusion or integrating those two together um, mm-hmm. all the way to, you know, different aerospace companies and things like that. I mean, I think that there's um, just a, a certain vibrancy uh, that that's involved with uh, the startup life and yep. definitely something that we help play into.
0: Yep. For, for sure. They, they, they do some fun stuff. Yep. Yep. Um, and well, that's that's pretty much all I had for today. Does anybody else uh, want to add anything? Since Eric Coder's not on the line, does anybody want to attack him where he can't defend himself? Does anybody have anything they they want our listeners to know about uh, their job? If not, I will say for you. Reach out to these people. Um, even if you're not in our territory, um, they know their stuff. They may know somebody in your territory that, that is. You know, we if you're if you're located anywhere uh, from Texas all the way to, uh, to to California, the whole state of California. Definitely reach out to us. We can help you. But even if you're not, you're a listener and, and you need some help or some resources or just want to, um, you know, learn something, uh, reach out to, to us at uh, PADT. You, the, we always have the contact information at the end of the podcast. And we'd love to connect you with the right people in your area and and help you be successful. And don't forget, we also do consulting. So we can also help you with that and training as well as mentoring. So we're always here to help people be successful. Well, I want to thank everybody for your time uh, and joining us for this slightly different uh, podcasts i didn't give them any prep questions so they did great uh going on appreciate that and uh hopefully we'll do this again in a little bit and see what's changed uh maybe in a year or so so thanks guys thanks eric thank you thank you
1: bye-bye thank you
0: so some of you hopefully are uh, customers of ours, and you know the salespeople that were on this podcast, and you enjoyed hearing from them again. And, and those of you who are not customers, uh, you got a chance to learn why so many people speak so highly of our team. Very proud of them. Uh, if I was the co-owner of a used car lot, I probably wouldn't hire any of them. They'd probably suck at selling cars. But uh, since uh, we own an engineering company, they they worked out perfectly. And, uh it seems like a win-win for everybody, so we do enjoy having them. We and I'm, I hope you enjoyed their different perspective on things. Usually, we're more from an engineer's perspective, but uh, they're looking at it from kind of the customer's point of view. So, hope you enjoyed it. Um, We're still working on getting new commercials, so till then, please consider PADT as your ANSYS supplier if you're in the southwestern U.S. That's from Texas all the way to California, and also for simulation consulting and customization. We are also just as good at additive manufacturing and product development, so give us a try. We love what we do, and our customers tell us that we're good at it, so please consider PADT as your partner for whatever you need in the mechanical engineering world. In terms of news, let's take a look at ANSYS stock. It finished the week at $284.83. Um, this is a Saturday, so that was at the end of the market on Friday. And the market in general dropped on Friday. Um, the 293.43 that was the previous week is still the all time high for the stock. And um, on February 26th is when they released their 2019 m- numbers. So there's not a lot of news out there. In fact, there's no ANSYS news to report uh, because they're in a quiet period before they go ahead and talk about that they did last year. So we, we look forward to discussing that, probably not in the next episode, but maybe the one after that. And we don't have any PADT news as well. It's been kind of quiet. We've all been working very, very hard. Um, there were three really cool articles since our last podcast recording in the ANSYS blog that I want to share. And The first one is why I love the ANSYS blog. I, I just, it's, it's more than just ANSYS stuff. The folks at Granta wrote a really cool article called, Never Underestimate the Remarkable Benefits of Corrugated Iron. Um, and like I said, it's from the Granta team because they know materials and they care about materials. And it's kind of got a cool history on, on why we made this soft iron stuff covered with, uh, that's, that's galvanized with uh, various materials. I think zinc in most cases. And um, so they give a little bit of history and why it's so awesome. So it's kind of a fun read. Uh, the next one's a little more technical and I found it interesting as well. I've always wondered a little bit more about what is cavitation, the little bubbles that come off of a propeller underwater. Um, So they talk about what causes it and then how to prevent it, what you can do to your design to get rid of it. So that's actually a useful thing if you do any kind of pumping. And then the last one was another interesting one that's not necessarily ANSYS related. It's the top 10 edutainment and engineering YouTube channels. And it's uh, Sean Wasserman, who works for ANSYS, picked his 10 favorite channels. I subscribed to three of them, I think, but I'm going to add two more that were on that list. So check it out. There's some cool ones on there, um, both uh, well-known and some that aren't that well-known. And it's basically people doing experiments and slow motion videos and blowing stuff up and talking about physics and math and science. And they're, they're all really good. And check that out. We also did not add anything to the PADT blog over the last two weeks, so let's talk about upcoming events. Um, I will be with some other folks from ANSYS in California, in Anaheim to be particular, at the Pacific Design and Manufacturing Show, which is also md West for 2020. I'll be in the booth um, Tuesday and Wednesday, and then I'm speaking Wednesday afternoon about Um, using simulation in additive manufacturing. So if you're going to be attending, please come by the booth and also check out my talk. I think it's at two o'clock, but you can find me if you look for Eric Miller in the agenda. Um, Looking forward to that. Always get to see a few customers that we don't get to see too often there in California as well from around the the West. Uh, They stop by our booth and say hi. Um, I'll be leaving to go to another uh, event called the Advanced Manufacturing and Supply Chain Conference. And that's going to be in Huntington Beach on Thursday the 12th and the 13th. It's actually Thursdays the 13th. And uh, I'm going to be on a panel of talking about advanced manufacturing, specifically additive manufacturing, as you can imagine. Um, And so that'll be a fun event. Hopefully you see some people there. And then webinar-wise, we've got two coming up. One is the Fluent Updates for ANSYS 2020 R1, and that's going to be on the 12th. And then the next one is a 26th on additive manufacturing and topological optimization updates in ANSYS 2020 R1. And as we discussed in last week's podcast, there's a lot of advances in both Fluent and the additive manufacturing suite. So check out both of those webinars as usual. They're on brighttalk.com. Search for PADT or ANSYS and you'll find all of our past, future, and present webinars. And you can listen to them live or recorded and that's pretty much it. I want to thank everybody for listening once again. I hope you enjoyed uh, listening to our sales guys share their perspective. Uh, don't forget to subscribe at com/optin to get our newsletter, spread the word about the po- podcast, and don't hesitate to reach out. Thank you very much. Thank you for joining us for the All Things ANSYS podcast, episode number 56. As a reminder, this podcast is not affiliated in any way with ANSYS Inc. And the opinions expressed are those of the people on the show only and not of their current or former employers. For more information, visit www.pattinc.com blog. And please share your thoughts and questions through an email to podcast at See you next time.